ladies and gentlemen, it's Timmy Gibson back with you for another episode of the Timmy Gibson show. So what are we going to talk about today? Spirituality. What does it mean to be spiritual? You know, I've been thinking this, thinking about this for, well, all my life. <laughs> I've been in the quasi spiritual religious world all of my life. And it's kind of a, a, a hot phrase to say now, I'm not religious, I'm just spiritual. So not just what does that mean? I think that might mean different things for different people. But regardless of being religious or not, what does it mean to be spiritual? What, what does that look like? And how can you know if you are spiritual? Well, I think most people know if they are spiritual or not because they're into spiritual things. How I would define spirituality would be if you are aware that there's something greater and something beyond you and that you have some inkling or even a desire to connect with that greater consciousness or God or a higher power or mother earth or whatever, whatever your spiritual practice is, then that necessitates spirituality. I think that if you view life as it's just what we can see, smell, taste, touch, and what everything that we perceive, it just it's from the brain firing off various things. Consciousness is is just a product of the brain. It's not anything beyond the brain. I, you know, maybe, right? I mean, here, right? Maybe that that's kind of where I'm at in my life. Is I mean, we do we know the answer to that? I don't think we do. I don't think we we can fully understand or grasp consciousness, where consciousness comes from. I heard something recently, I think it was, I think it was Bruce Lipton. He, uh, a scientist that talks a lot about, uh, epigenetics. Look it up. It's pretty cool. Anyway, I heard Bruce Lipton say something that I thought, uh, uh I was going to say, I thought that I agree with, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because it's hard for me to agree with something that you know nobody knows. You know, did we evolve from apes? I mean, I I think, you know, I don't think that we know that know that. I mean, I think some people believe that, but to know that for sure, I think, you know what I'm saying? Like I think that's still fairly uncertain. And I I think I'm a, I think I'm being accurate here. I think I'm being factual. I don't you know, it's like how did the world begin? Well, I mean, we have theories and ideas and conjuncture or whatever the word is, but we don't actually know. Same with where does life come? Where do we come from? Right? That's a great question. And one of the reasons I cannot and do not resonate with atheism and I have, I always mention this because I do have friends who are atheist. So, I mean, to each his own, 
But for me, I can't subscribe to atheism because to me that takes more faith that we came from nothing and we're going nowhere and this is it. That seems to require a, a level of faith that I, I just don't have. You know, I, I think, in my opinion, when atheists, especially hardcore atheists, I mean, that's, that's I think you can be a religious atheist. That your atheism has become a religion. And, yeah, I got to turn that off so that that doesn't happen again. Um, anyway, Bruce Lipton says that he believes, much like the TV channel that we tune into with our TVs, our TV boxes, is much like consciousness. In other words, our consciousness, like our bodies are the TV set that's that's broadcasting the station, right? That, and that station is us. And so whether the body or the TV is... I mean, in other words, I could take my TV and I could smash it with a hammer. Are all the shows still broadcasting? Well, of course, I mean, obviously, yes, they are. <laughs> but he believes that that's, that's what consciousness is, is that when our body dies, our consciousness lives on. Now, I don't, I don't know what he thinks beyond that, if he thinks that when someone else is, it's so kind of a reincarnation. In other words, now then when someone else is born, your consciousness goes into someone, another body, and, and it's just secular or circular or, you know, just that I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, no one knows <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, you know, that's a little bit out of my scope of, you know, my, my, my Christian upbringing. Of course, I was always taught that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. In other words, the, the moment you die, you, we are eternal. I mean, that, that is one thing that I did learn or did that we were taught again, whether it's true or not, we don't know. Um, but what I was taught is that, yeah, once you're born, that's it. It's forever. And upon death of the physical body, your, your spirit lives on. Uh, your spirit and or soul. Sometimes those are tied together. Sometimes they're separated. But that it lives on. And then it, that's it. We never die. And we go to heaven to dance around on streets of gold and to revel in our mansions. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, by the way, can you tell I've got a new microphone? I know my voice sounds extra uh, awesome on this new microphone. I got, I, actually, I've upgraded. I've got a new little system. I've got a new little podcast station. and and uh, Yeah, matter of fact, I've got some sounds that I can do. And, and uh, yeah, I don't even know what these buttons do over here but I have buttons that do stuff and I need to probably figure out what they do so that when I hit them, I'll know. What, I don't even know what they do here. Let's just for fun because <laughs> it's a squirrel. 
I'm going to hit a button. Now, see, I don't have headphones on, which I need to get some headphones. So I don't have headphones. So I'm not listening to my voice. And therefore, I'm going to hit one of these buttons and I have no idea the sound that it will make um, until I listen back to this recording. So here we go. First top button on the left. Let's see what it says here, what it does. Did something happen? <laughs> did did something happen? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea if that just worked or not. Do I turn that up right there and try it again? Oh, I think that's what it is. I don't think I had it turned up. Let's try it again. Yeah, so I have no idea what it just did, but... When I listen to this recording, I'll hear it. So I probably need to figure out what these buttons are for and what they do. Anyway, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm I'm looking at my little my little podcast unit here. I'm like, this is so dope. Before I was just using my little <laughs> iPhone headphones. <laughs> I mean, I did have a little. Actually, I, I take that back. That's that's true, but that's not the whole truth. I actually had another microphone. I don't even know the name of it, but it wasn't, it wasn't the microphone that I have now. Now, now I'm using like the big time. I'm using the big time. I'm using what Joe Rogan's got. Watch out, Joe. I'm coming for you, buddy. Coming for you. Anyway. So what, what is spirituality? I, I think that spirituality is, I really do. I think that it's just a product of or not a product of, I, I think spirituality is simply believing that there's something beyond what we see and what we hear, what we taste and what we smell. It's something beyond and something greater. And I think that the act of spirituality is the, the, this pursuit or the seeking of that. And so I think that, so the difference between religion and, and spirituality, I'm just like, this is just so off the cuff. I don't even, I, I, maybe there's a tech, maybe that can go online and, and search this out and find real answers. But having been, you know, having spent my entire life in the world of spirituality and initially in religion specifically, and to me, so if you're religious, you are spiritual, but if you're spiritual, you're not necessarily religious because I view religious as more of a dogmatic, um, like these tenets that you believe are so, as well as religious to me is tied to a religion. So if you're Hindu, a practicing Hindu, well, you are religious. If you're a Christian, but a, in a practicing, you know, fundamental Christian, then you're religious. And I know that it's trendy for religious people to say, you know, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Eh, I'm not sure that you can be a hardcore committed to a religion and not be religious. I almost feel like that's impossible. I mean, you can say, I'm really I'm spiritual, not religious. Yeah, but if you're tied to a religion, you are spiritual and religious. You're not you're not just spiritual, not religious. That's how I, that's just how I interpret it. Um, 
again, I could, I could be wrong. I, I actually, I don't know technically uh, the difference. I can just know that, you know, I've spent my entire life in this world and being religious and being spiritual are different though. If you are religious, you are spiritual. I just don't think that I don't think, I think you can be spiritual without being religious. I just don't think you can be religious without being spiritual. I think, I think if you are religious, you're, you're automatically spiritual. But I think when people claim spirituality, I think you can uh, be uh, spiritual and, and not align yourself with any particular religion. So I think when people say, you know, I'm, I'm spiritual, not religious, I, I think that's what they mean. It's like, hey, I don't associate with any religion. I simply associate with there's something out there. There's something greater than me. There's something beyond me. There's something grander. Now, this brings up a, a lot of a, a lot. This brings up a great conversation uh, or a, a topic for you to discuss maybe with your friends, and and that's the whole idea of is there a personal God? And you know, for years I subscribed to the personal God theory uh, or the personal God belief. And maybe, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm really trying to get to a place in my life where, uh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe there, maybe there is a, a personal God that really wants to hear from us and cares about us and all that. You know, I just, I struggle with that because of I don't know. I, I wrestle with that on, on many, on many levels because I, I see so much calamity and so much, you know, so much evil and so much, you know, sickness and disease. And I just, I see so much, you know, corruption that I'll be honest, it makes it, it makes it challenging for me to believe in a personal God that personally cares about me as an individual, meaning more than anyone else. Does that make sense? Like, for example, I believe that, that, you know, I believe in a God. I believe that there, there is some God, there is some greater power out there. Okay. And so in my beliefs, I believe that he, she, <laughs> you know, God loves everyone equally and there there is no favorites and so that's another struggle that i have with with the bible in particular which i love the bible i think the bible has some great stuff in it like really really i really do i think the bible is just rich with great stuff but i i don't believe at all in a god that you know loves a certain group of people again i was taught as as a christian that as a Christian who accepted Jesus, I was adopted into the family of God. But God's favorite kids were the Israelites, were the Jews. Okay, well, <laughs> I think that's complete bullshit uh, now, you know, that those are God's chosen favorite people. I mean, how convenient, right, for those Jews that wrote the Bible to say that we're God's favorites. <laughs> that the God of the universe has a favorite group of people. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, again, you know, I say this nearly every episode that I do 
um, I am just unraveling so much of what I grew up believing to be true. And as I look at that stuff with more of an open mind and without any kind of a biases or biases or is that a word? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't have a, yeah, I just look at things with, or I try to, I try to, um, really look at things and just be neutral and no bias. Like just how does that sound? Like, like the God of the universe has a favorite group of people and he's going to bless that group of people above and beyond what he would bless anyone else. Like that doesn't even make sense, especially if you even consider what else the Bible teaches, which is that God is no respecter of persons. Well, that, that undermines and negates God having a favorite group of people or that I could get in God's good graces by doing certain things or engaging in certain rituals or activities or sacrifices or anything like that. It's just, you know, to me, again, this is just my opinion. You know, maybe I'm completely wrong here, but I, I view anything like that to just be completely um, well, untrue, you know, made up bullshit, hogwash, completely ridiculous. Um, therefore my perspective on spirituality and, and God is just different than when, you know, when I was steeped in evangelical fundamental Christianity you know, I thought I had it all figured out and through the journey that I'm on now, it, it's, you know, now I, I don't have anything figured out, but there's a sense of peace and calm for me. And I've also mentioned this before. I have more peace in my life than I've ever had before. Um, I'm not, and I'm not sure exactly where that comes from. I, I think, going back to what the Bible teaches that, you know, it's the truth that sets us free. And so I'll, I mean, again, this is just my, my opinion here, but I feel that the more that I've come to understand truth, the more that I've come to understand, um, myself, the world, God, if you will, in a way that makes more sense, you know, that, you know, when I think about, uh, you know, the, the personal God that I used to believe in that cared about me and heard my prayers, well, it's fascinating, you know, and, and there was always, always these excuses, right? You would pray for certain things and, and if it didn't happen, you know, it's because the mysterious things of the Lord belong to the Lord. And, you know, there was always, there was always a, there was always a, like an escape clause, Right, if you had a child that was sick with cancer and and you're praying that God would heal your little child and and then the child died, well, God must have needed another angel, and God has his ways, his ways are above our ways, his thoughts are above our thoughts, and it was always this stupid fucking little little phrases that we would say that just are fucking ridiculous. It's just so ridiculous, and I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I, 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 I'm guilty 
of saying things like that. You know, back when I was a pastor, I spent 30 years as an evangelical pastor, and I would say things like that, that, you know, hey, we don't know. God's ways are above our ways. His, his thoughts are above our thoughts. You know, that's the, that's the mystery. You know, all we can do is trust and have faith. And, and, and on one hand, uh, you know, that's true in life in general. We just got to have faith. You just got to believe. You just got to keep pressing on. We don't, there's certain things we don't understand. We don't, we don't understand. And things don't make sense. I mean, come on. We all live in this same world together and have seen, you know, people that quote unquote don't deserve good have good happen. And then people that deserve all the good in the world to happen and they don't. So, you know, I, I don't know why. And I don't, I, who can make sense of that? I mean, no one can make sense of that. I think for the most part, I believe that being a person that considers themselves to be spiritual and a person that believes in God, I believe that there's, there's, morality, you know, that's important for us to follow clearly and that everything else in life just is, I mean, it just is, and you, you can't explain how some people seem to be blessed by the universe or by God and why some others don't seem to be, or, or even maybe seem to be cursed by the universe or by God. And truly they're not. I don't believe that's how it works. I don't believe that anyone is truly blessed or cursed. I believe that it's, for the most part, I think it's luck of the draw. But I think it's also, I mean, because who, who, who of us could have determined or picked where we were going to be born and to who we were going to be born and what we would learn and what would happen to us and what we would be taught no one, right? That That's the luck of the draw. I mean, it's a shit show. I do believe that we can write our own tickets. I do believe that our lives are the sum total of our actions, of our thoughts and our beliefs and our perspectives and our attitude. I truly believe that. I really do. I believe that that if you want a good life, then then do good. Right. If you if you want friends, be friendly. If you want to be successful, then apply principles of success. Right. Spend less than you earn. There are things I believe are just one hundred percent up to our control. And then outside of that, then it's just the universe, the earth, the the spirit, the whatever. Like it's just it's it's it is what it is. I think to give ourselves the best chance at life, it is to truly love yourself, you know, love God and love yourself and love others. I mean, I think that you know, Jesus summed that up pretty good, right? He said all the law is summed up in these three things. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, your soul, and your spirit. Love your neighbor as yourself. So love God, love yourself, and love your neighbor. And, of course, we all know this. It's something that people are pretty knowledgeable about because there's a lot of teachings out there about this. But you can't truly love anyone else unless you love yourself. I don't even think you can love God without first loving yourself and being able to accept God's love or what we would call God's love. And what I mean by that is when I say God, again, I'm not, I'm not really sure I believe in a personal God. But just the idea of the universe, I believe the universe or God 
loves us all equally. We equally all have the same opportunities. Outside, now let me let me clarify. Truly, right? Some people are born with more opportunity than other people. And it's not because then in and of themselves they are special. It's just, you know, if you're born to a rich family and you have more opportunity and it's just like, like that's something we can't control. But what we can control is how we respond to that. So you could be born in the hood to a couple drug addict parents. And if you decide you can move onward and upward from there, but you can also decide to embrace your environment, to embrace your circumstances, use it as an excuse, be a victim and stay there. I mean, that's, that's your choice. And I think that's where I, this might be, you know, I, I've been studying a lot on stoicism and the stoics, Marcus Aurelius and things like this. And I, I really resonate with it because I, I do believe that at the end of the day, I'm ultimately, ultimately responsible for each and every choice. And I'm not responsible for what happens to me. That's from without of my control, but I am responsible for how I respond to whatever does happen to me. So going back to the original topic of being spiritual, I think if you're, if you're, just consciously aware and even curious about what else is out there and what's beyond this and what's maybe after life and, and you know, where the universe come from and all. I think that's a form of spirituality that you're open to things outside of what we know, like the physical, you know, out the five senses, if you will, if being aware of something beyond that, I think is, is a part of being spiritual. All right, guys, listen, this is a short little podcast today, today's episode. I'm, I'm sitting here uh, looking out my window on the Country Club Plaza, which is where I live, and it's snowing, and the snowflakes are huge, and it's beautiful. <laughs> it's li- like literally, it's, it's, it's magical. It's literally magical. So, guys, thank you so much for joining me for my short little episode today. I've got some interviews coming up with some uh, really cool people here over the next couple of weeks. I'm super excited about that. If you have any ideas or thoughts or things you want to uh, hear me talk about or people you want me to interview, or uh, if you have an interesting story and want to do a episode with me, just email me, Timmy at TimmyGibson.com. Guys, love you all deeply. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.